0: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: Today is Wednesday, March 1st. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for pressure washers.
0: Ooh, it's about to be the season.
1: Yeah, I think the, the driveway, I'm a little, the driveway is really bugging me, but I can't do the driveway without doing the sidewalk next to the driveway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And at some point, if you're gonna do sidewalk squares,
0: it has to stop.
1: It has to stop. And I don't want to make the neighbors feel bad. I. But I think the neighbors have done their sidewalk. I think they did them last year. Ours did not get done last year.
0: I think that you should do. Well, first of all, we didn't live in the house last year.
1: I know. So I don't think the houses. I think our neighbors did. Theirs look lighter than ours.
0: Got it. I think. Well, what I want that I keep seeing the pressure washing thing is the wall in the back. What is that made out of? We have this retaining wall in our backyard made out of like.
1: Bricks. It's not bricks. Yeah. They're like decorative. I don't know. If you pulled them out, they look like they would look like cinder blocks.
0: They can't. Yeah. But
1: they're, they're textured
0: and it's filthy. And I made a comment to Jeff about like, oh my gosh, we should get out the pressure washer and clean that really quick. He's like, oh.
1: (laughs) Really quick.
0: There is no really quick.
1: Not for the whole wall.
0: And the problem. How long do you think a whole wall would take?
1: That's a whole day project. Is
0: it? Oh yeah. Is that something that always feels like it's going to take less time than it actually takes? It's like moving. Yep. You start it and you're like, yeah, no problem. Three hours. I can knock this out. Correct. And then seven hours later, you're like, oh my gosh. And also why am I sore?
1: Cleaning the garage, reorganizing the garage. I did that the other day where I just was finally are, you know how the the garage is a slippery slope. If you don't put something back where it belongs, then it becomes easy to put the next thing, not back where it belongs, then the next thing. And next thing you know, it's just chaos. Yeah. That happened over since I think, you know when I think it happened? It happened around the holidays with boxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, so I finally tackled it, and I said I had two hours, and I said, "There's plenty of time, and I'm going to have to finish it this weekend, because same thing. It was one of those things that you think it's going to be over quickly. But the other I,
0: thing about pressure washing is because you don't like to do it until after pollen, right?
1: Yeah, I don't. In theory, yeah, but not really. The furniture, I will do it after pollen. You know,
0: but like the, cause, the
1: walls, the driveway, the the sidewalk. I mean, I, I have no problem hooking the whole thing up. The only reason I never started that back wall is because you can't do half of it.
0: Yeah. And it's pretty gross. And it's a commitment because you have to pick, I feel like a couple days where, you know, it's not going to rain because of where the wall is. It's going to make our backyard a mud puddle.
1: Um. Yeah, but the water. Mm, I I would put that low on the list of concerns Mm. just because less water comes out of a pressure washer, I think, than you think it.
0: Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. The more you know. (laughs) My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for sunshine. It was so beautiful yesterday. The weather, it's pollen-free. It's just—
1: Yesterday, I noticed the yellow dusting on my car.
0: Did you really, yeah. you know what I noticed yesterday? Very, I
1: did, very faint, but there it was.
0: I did not see the yellow dust, but I did see
1: bees. Oh, the bees are out. Yep. The, big, the bees are out. Yep.
0: So they're ready to go, which is like fine. Like I'm fine. If we have to like get over the pollen in the next two weeks, fine. And then we'll be done with it. And then we can all enjoy our summer outside.
1: I just want there to be a a, a couple weeks post pollen before it becomes oppressively hot. Yeah. Was it last year, I think, that went right from pollen to super hot? So we didn't really have a good patio window. And you know me, I love a good patio. Two summers ago,
0: in the height of COVID, we had one of the best summers of my entire life. It was unbelievable weather, and it was great weather. It got Really nice early, stayed pretty mild as far as Atlanta's concerned over the summer, and then
1: it was Ellie's first summer, right?
0: yeah, and yeah. then it was like it stayed warm until October. I wonder if that had anything to do with people not driving.
1: Oh, could be, you know what I mean, because a
0: lot of people weren't going out as much, and Atlanta's such a big driving city that when everyone's driving and exhausts coming out, like I can't imagine that that doesn't affect
1: maybe I don't know
0: how unbelievably scorching it gets here. Like, cause it's thick Atlanta. It's thick. And if you haven't been here ever, ever lived here, you don't know, but there will, there is a point in most Atlanta summers where you walk out and it's hard to breathe.
1: Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, I I don't think you can, you can't dismiss it as a ridiculous theory because there is so much less traffic, not Mm -hmm. on, on the roads, people, you know, commuting to work and whatnot. But also fewer planes flying, everything
2: worldwide
1: was just less. So let's all all just take public transportation until summer gets here and see if we can have another summer like that. That
0: would be amazing. Yeah. I did the weirdest thing last night. I totally, I couldn't get to sleep. Then I woke up at 5 a.m. and I was like, what is wrong with me? And why do I feel so weird? I didn't eat dinner last night.
1: Yeah, you totally
0: get- forgot like you and I have I saw you and I remember thinking I was on the couch at like 8 p.m. And Jeff walks by with a peanut butter sandwich. And I yep. was like, why is he eating a peanut butter sandwich at 8 p.m.? I'm like looking at the clock. Then I wake up at 5 a.m. Starving also couldn't get to bed really quickly. And I was like, oh, I didn't have dinner. So I went downstairs at 5 a.m. yesterday and had a banana.
1: Yeah. That's the only thing I don't like about our, 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 I don't even know what we call our non-dinner dinner. dinner. Yeah. Because Ellie yesterday, Ellie spends Mondays. So Monday rather spends Mondays at your parents' house and she came home later than normal because we had to run by target. We had to go pick up my car. Uh, We had one more errand to, to run. I remember what it was, but we didn't get home till 630 ish. So her dinner was, was super quick. I mean, I think it was yogurt and maybe a half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and some carrot sticks, you know, mm-hmm. it was super, it, but because it was more of a snacky dinner, he, you and I didn't eat anything. And that's at eight 30, I said, man, I'm starved. So we just have to, I, I like our, you know what? It's not, I was going to call it not traditional. It's not, I like our optimized, our schedule that's optimized for our lifestyle, mm-hmm. but we have to be mindful of stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Cause it, I think it impacted my sleep.
1: I, yeah. I could yeah maybe. I mean it
0: definitely woke me up, but I think that's the reason I had a hard time getting to sleep and I wasn't really hungry when I went to bed, but I woke up like I hadn't
1: eaten in a month. I have two random and totally unrelated questions, observations. The first is more of just a thought. Who who was the first person to milk a cow and why did they do it?
0: That is quite random.
1: And why do they taste it? I don't know. Think of that entire thought process. Now, we're city folk. You know, maybe it's different on the farm. But just think of the very first person who looked at a cow. Their attention was drawn to the udders and thought, I want to give that a squeeze. Isn't that random? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, then my second thought. That is really random. My second thought, and by the way, that thought came from in one of Ellie's gazillion books. She does the cutest thing where she, she'll she go get a book out, and she'll say, here, Dada, you read this one. And she'll give us a book to read while she reads one of hers. And the one she handed me just had a a, a cow that.
0: Was it jumping over the moon?
1: Was No, it was just a <laughs> cow with. It just had pronounced utters.
0: I feel like I do not get enough
1: credit for my humor on this show. Uh, Then the second thing. You're not even
0: going to address that I think I'm funny and you don't?
1: No, I think sometimes you're funny. Hmm. Uh, And then the second thing is, and this is, again, completely random, but does anybody ever use a first aid kit? Outside of an organized sporting type activity, does anybody ever use a first aid kit at home? No. I'm, I'm asking because I saw on Instagram, somebody posted, the this person makes the best at home first aid kit. And I thought to myself, we don't have a first aid kit. We should have a first aid kit. We have a first aid kit. We don't. We, we have, don't
0: have something that says first aid kit on it, but we have a Tupperware, Tupperware. container.
1: Ru- like a, a uh
0: what do you call those things? Like a, a little organizer made, thing? An organizer yeah,
1: yeah. Um when, I, when somebody says Tupperware, I think of the stuff my mom had when I was a kid, the bright yellow and you would burp the lid.
0: The one with all of the um bridges. it looks like a Starburst bridges. Uh, yeah. Yep. No. I if if you said, Oh my God, go get the first aid kit, I would run up, there's one basket with all of our stuff in it and bring it down. But there's th- one of medicine and there's one of like somebody cut their finger.
1: Yeah, but all that's in there are band-aids and neosporin tubes and that's all you need. Exactly. I clicked on this link thinking that we were failing as parents or as a family. The first aid kit was a hundred and eighty dollars. <gasps> Yeah. Here's
0: the thing about that. I feel like most of the stuff in the first aid, quote unquote, first aid kit yeah. expires anyway. Correct. So you have to update it. Yes. I'm not spending $180 on that. No, right. thank you.
1: And I would, be, what, what first aid thing do you, now if I was going to hike the Appalachian Trail or something, you know. And I was gonna be in the woods where if I broke my hand or broke a finger or broke my arm, I would have to fashion a splint out of it. Then maybe, or maybe a, a first aid kit being that expensive. But I can't think of anything that you would need in an at home first aid kit for a typical situation that would cost more than than five or 10 bucks, right? Band-aids. Yeah. Maybe some gauze-type stuff for a bigger wound. What else? What else goes in there?
0: Nothing, because I'm going to urgent care for the rest.
1: Bur- like burn ointment?
0: But... I don't even think you need that.
1: If you get burned that... So that's
0: what was in there? Like burn ointment? I
1: don't even know. I didn't even look look at it. I just made a note that there was a $190 first aid kit. I want-
0: We're in the wrong business. No kidding.
1: All right, and the last thing that I- that I want to bring up is... Something that's getting a lot of attention online. People are hammering this guy. And I don't really see what the, I don't see the downside of this. I don't see the negative part of this. It's a guy who posted a help wanted ad. Mm -hmm. He's trying to hire someone who can act as him on dating apps because he says he just doesn't have a good personality online. He's not witty. He's not fun. He's not engaging. So he's willing to hire somebody who's witty and cool and whatever online to secure him dates. And he's, he's going to pay a couple hundred bucks per date. Uh, if it turns into an exclusive long-term relationship, he's going to pay you a grand. If he ends up marrying the person, $10,000. What? I, here's, the ad, here's the actual ad. I'm seeking a soulmate. I'm a 30-something guy with a good hinge profile, but a low motor for messaging. You are a witty banterer that loves the apps. To us, the most unstoppable force on the New York dating scene. You'll be paid on commission. $200 for a date, $2,000 for a girlfriend, $10,000 for a wife. To be considered, share evidence of what a charming writer you are. I think that's fine. Now, you don't, I think at some point you would have to reveal that you recruited, you know, because you're still going to go out on a date.
0: Yeah, I don't think you have to reveal it at one point. Here's, here's the red flags for me. Here's why, as a woman, I would say absolutely no to that. One, Craigslist. Is it 2019? What year is it? And why are we still using Craigslist? Because if that's where he's going, that says all I need to know about him.
1: (laughs) That you mean to post the ad? Well, maybe he might have posted in other places. I don't know about that. I
0: don't care. If I post something, the place (laughs) I am never posting is Craigslist. Right. I don't care
1: what it's about. Why did Craigslist get kind of that seedy? Because everybody started
0: getting killed on Craigslist. And then there was the Craigslist killer. They just need. Who's the Craigslist killer? You know about the Craigslist killer. It was this med student. Come on. This was a huge news story. In Boston, Okay, he was engaged to a woman that, like a seemingly normal couple, and he was a secret serial killer.
1: Okay. But he what's would Craigslist? meet
0: um, adult workers off of Craigslist yeah. and meet up with them in a hotel room yes. and then kill
1: them. Oh, okay.
0: And then keep souvenirs from them under his fiance's bed.
1: What? Swear. His fiance had no idea? She had
0: no idea. Um, He wound up in prison and then died. And yeah, everyone, he was living this like complete he, double life.
1: Did somebody kill him in prison?
0: No, he did that to himself. Oh. Because
1: uh, you know you're a really bad criminal when when the prisoners turn on you.
0: Yeah. No, he, um, yeah, he did that. And then his ex fiance is just roaming around somewhere. Can you imagine being that woman and having to explain your dating past on another date? Like, Oh, I, what have you ever been engaged? or married. Well, okay. So I was engaged. Oh, what happened to him? Why'd you break up? He was a serial killer and killed, adult workers and never told me kept stuff under our bed and then went to prison and then he died
1: there. Like that's a lot. You can never ever tell that story because no matter what, no matter what for the rest of that relationship, if I forget to put the toilet seat down, well, at least I wasn't a serial killer. If I, you know, if I'm dating you and that's your past, and no matter what I do, if I leave half-eaten fast food in your car and it stinks up the whole car, well, at least I was not a serial killer.
2: No. Yeah.
0: I hope she found her happy, though, because I feel like after that, I cannot believe that there were movies about it. It was a huge press story because it was so ridiculous yeah, and scary, and people were terrified. I can't believe you didn't You. Yeah, even as someone that's super not into true crime, you need to get on that bandwagon. Also, I had a friend last night who started the next, the Netflix Alec, Alec or Alex Murdoch thing or whatever that we were talking about last week on the show. And she said she was up till 4.30 a.m. binge watching
1: it. How can there be a documentary about something that is still, the story is still unfolding?
0: Because the most outrageous part of it is all has already happened. I think a lot of people we think we think no. I mean, it, it it's outrageous.
1: But this story has so the many-
0: charges against him are outrageous. Whether yeah. he did them or not is not my business. But what happened in the series of events that actually happened and the number of people that died is like mind blowing. And I think that you and I need to sit down and watch it asap. Sounds fun. I was at a wedding last weekend and I was seeing people that I hadn't seen in a really long time. And one of my girlfriends looked so amazing. And I asked her, I was like, what what are you doing? Tell me everything because you look incredible. Your skin looks amazing. And she said, well, I've been really insecure about my melasma for a while now, like the brown discoloration right on my forehead. And I finally decided to take care of it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that happened to me too. I was so insecure about the discoloration on my face and then I finally got help for it and it has enhanced my confidence so much. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatment for your unique skin. And that could be acne or it could be the melasma like me and my girlfriend were talking about that were problem areas for us. Simply fill out the online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history. Then you're gonna snap a few selfies of your problem areas and a board certified dermatologist will create your initial customized treatment plan. We have a special deal for the Upside audience. Get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com Upside when you use our code Upside. That's a savings of $15. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com Upside and click get started. Then use our code Upside at sign up and you'll get your very first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode.
1: Money cannot buy happiness, but worrying about money can certainly pay for unhappiness. And that's where Chime comes in. Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app. With payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200, they offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. And all of this happens with no annual fees, no large security deposits, no credit checks to apply. See for yourself why Chime is so loved by going to chime.com slash upside. That's chime, C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on fair SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits supply. See chime.com slash Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S. according to aptopia.
0: Life insurance isn't the most fun thing to think about, right? We don't want to think about what's going to happen when we pass away. But it's really, really important to get life insurance, especially if you're a parent. And this is something that has been numero, numero you know, on our list for a while now. It's a micro-anxiety that we've been too overwhelmed to tackle. And if that sounds like you, listen up because I've got something that could really help you. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policies in less than 10 minutes. Fabric's new lower prices could mean potentially significant savings over other providers with great quality policies like a million dollars in coverage for less than $1 a day. Life insurance gets a bad reputation because it can sound really overwhelming and complicated, right? That's why we keep putting it off, but Fabric makes it really easy to apply with its seamless digital experience. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com upside. That's meet Fabric.com slash upside. dot com slash upside. Policies issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health
1: questions. I watched Sadie manipulate our child the other day. What'd she do? And I was actually pr- I was kind of proud of Sadie because we give Sadie a lot of grief for just being kind of a lump, just being, you know, lazy. a loaf, a loaf. Uh, But Ellie will sometimes feed the dogs, and so she puts a scoop on, in Lily's bowl, and Lily immediately starts eating. And so that's all that, then Ellie doesn't feed her anymore, because that's it. (laughs) So, excuse me, so even if Lily only gets half a scoop of food, because she starts eating right away, Ellie just moves on to go feed Sadie. And so she gave Sadie a scoop of food and Sadie just stood there and looked, uh, looked at the big thing that the food's in, looked at Ellie. And then I watched Ellie give Sadie another (gasps) half scoop of food and Sadie just sat there and looked until I finally intervened and said, okay, Ellie, that's enough. Close, close this up. Once it was closed, Sadie walked up and started eating. But I could tell in her eyes, she knew what she was doing. She knew. Sadie's smart. Yeah.
0: Sadie's smart. Whether she uses her brain cells or, or for not.
1: Good or for evil.
0: Is, you know, I think most of her time she does use her brain for evil, but
1: <laughs> I was kind of proud of her.
0: Mm. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is Wendy's chili is going to be available in grocery stores coming soon. And some people actually may be able to order it already off of Instacart. Now a couple of things. First of all, it's gonna be in the canned food aisle. Number two, I am obsessed with Wendy's chili. Is it's it good? So good. Okay. It's so, so good. And I didn't realize that Dave Thomas, the founder of Wendy's, he started making chili at Wendy's like right when it opened to use more of the beef like that would have been left over from oh, the burgers, which so is smart. so smart. This is why he's like a bajillionaire. Was a bajillionaire. Um, and it is going to be interesting because the parent company who makes the chili also makes like Hormel chili, like a bunch of other brands. So sure, I course. wonder if it's just the same thing, but with the Wendy's label on it,
1: which no, would be really be disappointing because I love the Wendy's. It'll chili. be the Wendy's recipe. You think? Yes. You're such an optimist. Uh, you're, you're such a pessimist.
0: I know. Who am I? It's like the rules are reversed you've in You've been this oddly house.
1: pessimistic this week. You know that? Have I, yeah,
0: what else was I pessimistic about?
1: Um I don't know. There's just been a couple times where i've I've thought mm, that's not like her.
0: Mm. I'm glad that I'm usually not pessimistic,
1: yeah, uh okay, and then you, and I didn't mean that that sounded like a, such a negative thing. I didn't mean that as a negative. That was just an observation,
0: yeah, I don't think it as negative at all,
1: okay, uh, your second random thing is uh a family uh brought a Tibetan mastiff home from vacation. So maybe it was like a lily situation.
2: Mm-hmm. They
1: they went somewhere, uh, they adopted this dog, brought it home, or maybe it was a stray, it wasn't an official adoption. They just brought it in off the street, uh, and they they raised it. When the dog got to be 180 pounds and was still growing, they noticed that the dog would actually walk on its hind legs and Was behaving like a bear. So they took it to the vet who said, That is indeed an endangered (gasps) Asiatic Asiatic black bear. Oh my gosh. So is that
0: like your dream come true?
1: Yeah. Yeah. But you got to take it to the vet and there's no way to keep it.
0: No, absolutely. You can't keep it. I mean, especially when it's it's an endangered slash also protected. I don't know. I don't know. Chinese rules, but here it would
1: be. Yeah. Massive federal
0: crime to keep that thing. Also, how do
1: you mistake a bear for a dog? The only time I've ever seen a bear, I thought it was a dog.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah, But like because it moved quickly and you saw it in the distance or because you actually looked at it and it looked dog-like? Because if it was a wolf...
1: It's because I wasn't expecting. It was in a neighborhood and it was not super in the mountains or anything. And I saw... Let
0: me. What did you say the name of it is? What kind of bear?
1: Asiatic, a googliness, A S I A T I C, black bear. And I saw out of the corner of my eyes a shadow or whatever of a dog running through a yard. And I said, Oh no, somebody's dog got out. And I, and because I want to put good karma in the world, I thought for a minute about maybe getting out and trying to get the dog, but it just ran really quickly. And then it ran across the road and then it ran off into the woods. And I was, and I, Drove away thinking, oh, wow, that was such a big dog. I hope it's okay. And you know what was really funny about that dog? It ran like a bear runs. <laughs> and then about a full 30 seconds after I saw it, I thought to myself,
0: that was a bear. I just Googled it. There's no way
1: these people thought this was a dog. Look I mean, cub.
0: I'm trying to find the most dog-like picture of
1: it. Um, Look up cub. It was Black it was a, a puppy slash cub. Hub.
0: I wonder if there are going to be any pictures of it.
1: It could also be a made up story. I don't know.
0: It could be a made up story, and conveniently, my internet isn't working, so I just broke the mm-hmm. internet. And your third random thing is Wallet Hub has a list. They put out a list every year of the best and worst. U.S. states for women to live in and they're doing this, they say, for Women's History Month, which sounds like, you know, kind of a bummer to me.
1: Yeah,
0: no. Uh, That's a little bit of a stretch, but what they're ranking the states on are average earnings for women, women's health care, job security, share of women-owned businesses, and share of physically active women. What do you want to hear first, the best or worst?
1: Um... Do the worst ones first, and then get them out of the way. Do the do the five worst, and then the five best.
0: I'm going to do the six worst: the Oklahoma, six. Mississippi, Louisiana, Arkansas, Alabama, and Georgia. Womp womp. Randomly, Idaho is on the list too. Best Just is of the name. <laughs> best is Vermont. Who who-da-ho? Idaho. <laughs> If you don't laugh at my jokes, I'm-
1: That was my joke.
0: I'm picketing. And then I joked off of your joke. Mm. Okay. 10 best states for women in 2023. Um, Vermont, New York, Massachusetts. You know, I can't say Massachusetts.
1: You can't say Massachusetts. You just said it.
0: Okay. Minnesota. Say it again. Massachusetts. There we go. Minnesota, Connecticut, Washington, D.C., Washington, Rhode Island, Hawaii, New Jersey. Um, and also this, since we're on the worst states for women, the Georgia list, yeah. part of it is safety. So I am justified in my crime prevention antics. <laughs> and those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside. Update.
3: with Callie and Jeff most people learn about the upside from their friends please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow
1: as long as you're in such a jokey mood i'm going to end today's show with a dad joke why couldn't the pony participate on karaoke night
0: I don't know. Why
1: couldn't the pony participate on karaoke night? Why? Because she was a little hoarse.
3: (laughs) Hey guys, it's T-Bird. So funny, Jeff, the single ladies uh, anticipatory tidying. Do we do that like men do? We do. I may do a little anticipatory tidying of my house. However, the more anticipatory tidying that I do is uh, making sure that my legs are shaved. So, um, that's where my anticipatory tidying comes in. I'm tidying up my human being self. (sighs) Okay guys, love y'all, bye.
2: Hey Kelly and Jeff, it's Nikki. Jeff, 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 I promise you, you don't have to know anything about cars because sadly, even still today, just the fact that you're a man they're going to assume you do know enough about cars and they're not going to lie to you from the get-go um now if callie ever took the car in oh yeah they'd probably try to pull one over on her and this is even after you possibly find a decent honest mechanic because i thought i had and recently i went in for a simple oil change And I didn't realize it when I was there, but I realized it like about a week later, they had charged me for something completely different. And I had to call back and I had to get my roommate involved because you know, I'm a female. So Jeff, you should have no issues whether you know anything about cars or not. Okay, bye.
3: Hi Kelly and Jeff, this is Kristen from Pittsburgh. I just wanted to let you know that I tried that same hiccup trick a few days ago. And it worked like a charm i used it right away and my hiccups went away immediately it was so bizarre and completely awesome i hope you both have an awesome day and yeah thanks so much hey kelly and jeff it's been a long time since i've called but this is paula and about the family cloth it is only used if you use a bidet So if the bidet cleans you completely, then you're able to use just a cloth to dry you off with instead of using toilet paper. Would not recommend ever using it if you really need to clean your waste. Thanks and have a great day. Hi, this is Kristen from Pittsburgh again, listening to the same episode. And I just heard the bit about how old potatoes could cause cancer. If you stored your potatoes in the fridge, uh, just wanted to let you know that If you cook a potato and you put it back in the fridge for leftovers and then you eat it again, you can rewarm it. But there is a type of resistant starch that's created whenever you bake a potato or heat it up and then cool it again. That's actually super good for the gut, your gut bacteria. I'm a functional medicine doctor and just thought I would pass along that tip if you wanted to feed the good bugs in your belly. Yeah. Have a great day, guys. Bye.
1: Every morning. You have two choices, stay asleep with your dreams or wake up and go get them.